Hello and welcome to another edition of the Defend the Den podcast, your home for everything Capital Christian Cougar talk, sports, athletics, football, basketball, soccer. We touch everything here if we can. And right now I'm joined once again by head coach Casey Taylor. And coach, coming off of a, another victory, 3-0 and in league now, two games left. The Capital Christian Cougars looking to uh, continue their hot play, finish out the season strong, and then set their eyes on the postseason and beyond. So it's got to be a pretty good feeling knowing you got two left, a big one on the road against the team that was sitting above you in first place in Dixon to get out of there with a 52-27 to victory, now heading to uh, Natomas. Uh, you have to be feeling pretty good with where the team is at. Yeah, no doubt about it, Matt. You know, we knew this uh, two-game stretch was going to be big, being on the road at Dixon and this week at Natomas. Um, Dixon had a bye week, uh, as Natomas has this week, and we knew they'd be uh, prepared and show us some different stuff that maybe we weren't ready for. But uh, we really wanted to get off to a great start at Dixon, and our guys did a great job of getting off to a good start and getting the lead and playing from ahead and uh, had a real great first half. We were up 28 nothing, and I thought we played very sound on uh, both sides. Uh, got a little sloppy at some points in the second half, um, but I thought we really locked it down the last six minutes to take control and make sure we put it away and got out of there with the victory. Once again, Coach, similar to uh, your your win in uh, Lindhurst, you got off to a very, very good start, which was something you struggled with at the beginning. So it seems like uh, whatever you guys are doing in practice and what you're working on, you can see, physically see in the stat column, and then with the players on the field, you can see that development and everything start to pay off. What is that like for you as a coach going through the grind of trying to get to that point? Well, it was great. You know, we um, we, we kicked off the game and uh, gave up a big return. They returned it all the way to the 30-yard line, so you're thinking, oh, here we go again. And uh, our defense did a great job. They got a three and out and uh, forced a field goal attempt, and uh, they missed it. So it was, uh, you know, not not the best first play, but a great, great defensive stand to get us the ball. And we got the ball and uh, ended up marching uh, 80, 80 yards to take the lead. And um, I felt we did a real good job early on of really um, giving, after that first drive, of really having given them a, a long field to go, really back them up um you know we uh, did a great job uh, offensively running the ball we had a great night um demarcus ross was outstanding he had uh 18 carries for uh, 265 and four touchdowns and uh he had over he had 145 of those I'm sorry 105 of those yards in the first half which I think is pretty impressive but 160 in the second half so I think uh, really taking that game over late and uh, physically wearing them down um, our line was outstanding um, Trace Se- I mean uh, Shane Semmet our tackle uh, Evan Bennett guard Clay Thomas um, William Buck and Andrew Sullivan um, they were the core core five line guys that are really got it done our fullback um, Michael Ray Williams did a great, great job of blocking and lead blocking and we did a great job on the perimeter um, uh, Muhammad Fika and Ish, Ish uh, Rayberg, Trey Jones, Khalil Foyer, they did a great job blocking on the perimeter when the ball got out there. So it was a big night for us rushing the ball. Like I said, 430 yards total offense. Um, Deshaun Lee had 70 yards. Our quarterback, DJ Malat, did a great job in our, a lot of our read game and ran for 59. Um, um, we and we added in some others there that um, you know we felt really good running the ball and throwing the ball. DJ did a great job. We were very efficient. We were six of ten, and but he threw three touchdowns. He hit um, hit Trey Jones for a 53 yard uh, touchdown and uh, Ish Rayberg for 32 yard and found Muhammad there in the second half for a seven yard touchdown. So you know completing six uh, six out of ten, but three of those going for touchdowns. I think really shows that uh, a running game going. If teams are going to come up to really stop the run, we got some athletes on the outside to make that happen. So we were really happy on that end offensively of uh you know anytime you're over 500 yards of total offense we were at 554 you know we had a real good night and only had one turnover you know so i think that's been something we've really been preaching we got to take care of
care of the football, and uh, we won the turnover battle with them. And um, you know, our, our our kicker, you know, Kenyon Bauer had a good game. You know, he was seven for seven on his PATs, and uh, he kicked a twenty-two yard field goal. We um, kind of let them back a little bit where they got a um, they scored, got a quick score, and uh, there was a, um, an onside kick that they got, and they scored real quick, and we had to answer that, and uh, we did, and uh, he kicked a field goal to kind of get that. But uh, he had a good night, and then placing a lot of our kicks after that, giving up that first big return on the kickoff. Um, he had a great night. So it was a good good, good job on that. Um, defensively, um, we had a couple of sophomore guys that had some big turnover plays. Uh, Max Rodarty had a big interception early in the first half. And Justin Hope, another sophomore, um, had a big-time fumble recovery. And we got a lot of young players, you know. And I think one of the things when you play a lot of young guys, we've got – you know, seven seven uh, sophomores, and we got two freshmen that play for us. You know, and I think early on in the season when you bring them up and learning, now they're in eight games and they're really starting to make plays and playing a little older than they were. And I think that when you do bring up young players and see them develop this time of the year and going, they really start playing real well. So we're real excited about that. I mean, we have. You know, I mean, you know, 80 percent of our teams are underclassmen, so we're, uh, you know, we're excited about that. Um, we also had uh, defensively some guys that stood out on the D line. Uh, Andrew Sullivan had a great game. He played both ways, but really had some, did a great job at defensive end of really controlling that and had some big plays and a, a real big physical play, kind of a momentum changer there in the second half. And uh, we have a freshman, Eliza Gonbury, that um, he just keeps getting better every week. And I mean, there's not many freshmen out there that are playing varsity football, but he is, and he's an inner D tackle that's uh, just doing a great job. And he got selected to, uh, to represent the United States in, um, in the International Bowl in Dallas, which we're coaching at. He'll be playing on the under six teams team. So we're real excited for him and his his growth and how much better he's getting week in and week out and uh, can't imagine him or him in three years from now it's going to be a very impressive. So great outing for us. Like I said, we had a great first half, kind of a slow start there in the second half, kind of got sloppy, but I was I was happy with the guy, how the guys re, uh, regrouped, kind of re-racked it, and we had to put a drive together. We did, got some points on the board. Defense kind of locked it down, and um, we did a good job. You know, we got a big game this week against Natomas. Um, if we win this week, we'll be uh, uh, at least tied for league champion, And um, but if we win, we'll be league champ, and we'll have a, um, make the playoffs for sure. And we'll also uh, have a home game. So we have a lot to play for, you know. So this will be a big, big road game for us. And if we can find a way to win Friday, you know, it would really kind of propel us into the playoffs and then finishing up at uh, Mesa Verde at home. So we're excited this week. We have kind of a unique week at school with a couple minimum days on Wednesday, Thursday. We have no school on Friday. So it will be a little adversity for us with just our – um, or, or normality of the weekly schedule and kind of there'll be a little bit so we got to adjust with some of that but uh, we're excited about this week and we're excited for what we're playing for and you know our goal starting off was to win the GEL that's our first goal and we have an opportunity to do that so we're real happy and uh, real excited for the opportunity we have this Friday night. Coach we've talked before about individual performances of players that have actually are like just blown up in one game or, or lit up the stat column and we've highlighted those before but it seems like every single time we talk about a game you have multiple players that you bring to the table that you recognize a positive performance that they have so much so that it speaks to the balance that you have with this roster and with this team can you talk about the balance of this roster really quick and how your successes come from everybody buying in and playing together rather than one or two guys lighting up the stack column. Yeah, you're right. You know, we have a lot of guys making plays, and I think, you know, kind of some uh, positive things that have happened through our adversity and all of our injuries early on is guys have been thrown around. So we've been up and down with different personnels. I think this was the first week that we had our five linemen play back-to-back weeks. So we've been shuffling that, and with that we've shuffled, uh, you know, we've had six different quarterbacks this year. They, you know, have taken snaps. So we've had, uh, you know, five different running backs. We've had multiple of, 
you know, different receivers and uh, different schemes and those types of things. So I think through some adversity we faced early, we've really been able to develop a lot, of, especially a lot of our younger guys, yeah. you know, and I think that we're going to kind of reap the benefits of that. And, you know, back in week two or three or four, you know, and we're kind of going through some adversity stuff, you know, in the back of your mind, you're hoping that this, this comes to fruition and, you know, to see some sophomores, I mean, we have, uh, you know, Muhammad, Muhammad and uh, Ish are sophomores to score a touchdown. Trey Jones, a junior, Demarcus Ross is a junior quarterback DJ. DJ's been a great spark for us. He was on a 30-day sit and we hadn't had a quarterback and he's uh, come back and done a great job running our offense and kind of given us, you know, what we to have a true quarterback in there. Um, you know, he's been outstanding for us and he's a junior, you know, a lot of young guys in our skill position area that, um, you know, going through these injuries have really, uh, I think, are going to help us not only this year now that we've got through eight games going to our ninth week, but really as the future of the program goes, we've got a lot of, a lot of bright young stars that are going to emerge here. Coach, we've talked about in our, it's always easy to highlight skill positions in football, the quarterbacks, the running backs, the wide receivers, the cornerbacks, things of that nature. However, uh, offensive linemen are always so important, even defensive linemen. Linemen in general are so important to the success of a team, and they really are the backbone of the team, and you don't talk about them very much, but they're the ones in the trenches getting the bumps and the bruises. Uh, from a coaching perspective, I know you and the rest of your staff recognize their importance. You probably bring them up every time you can. What kind of message do you send to them, or how do you how do you highlight them and, and talk them up and motivate them to hey we need you to to be a brick wall and a solid unit together game in and game out? Well, that's where it starts, you know. With our numbers, you know, a lot of them go both ways. So we have some outstanding line coaches, uh, Dave Hoskins and Bob Haney do our line, and uh, Jerry Deloach does our D line. So I think they really do a great job of working together and having them, you know offense and defensively learning how to do some things but that's that's where it starts on a team and I'm a big believer in that they're the guys that maybe don't get their names in the paper but I know the teams I've been on that've been very good are it's as good as the line is up front you know and we got some great ones you know we got again we're very young there you know Shane Simmons a, a, a tackle for us that'll be is a junior that'll be a a recruitable guy that has a great opportunity to play on Saturdays. He's a junior. Evan Bennett's already a national recruit. He's uh, one of our guards and is doing a tremendous job. Will Buck uh, is probably our, one of our team leader guys, just really buying into what we're about and every day in the classroom does a great job. He's just really kind of you know, fitting that pulse. And those are three guys that are very young that are going to be outstanding guys, you know. And um, Andrew Sullivan's come along for come along the last couple of weeks, and uh, he's been kind of had a, some injuries. It kind of went back and forth, and I think he's uh, been a little more focused the last couple of weeks and really kind of getting after it. And he had, a, I think, it showed on Friday night. He had a great game, but that's where it starts. And um, we got a great, like, so we got two real young linemen, and Elijah Gomberry and uh, Michael DeCarry. There's another freshman that's he's six five three oh five that. Uh, it's got a tremendous upside and potential, and we hope that he can uh, develop into that area. And Clay Thomas has been a guy that's really filled in for us with some injuries and has got his opportunity, and he's done a great job of doing that. We also have another sophomore, Darren, uh, we call him Speedo, so I'm sorry I messed up on his name a little bit, but you know he's come up and done a great job for us. You know, And we're real excited about our JV guys, our JV guy, our JV line. We've got some real good guys on the JV line. Our JV won again. Um, we have you know 17 guys on that, and when you pull up uh, – you know, six to seven sophomores and two freshmen. You know, if we put nine of those guys down the JV, we'd be really good. So they really had to step it up down there. And we're very impressed with the way our JV has daily come out to work hard and really accept the culture we're trying to put in. And I think we're going to reap, reap some benefits through them. And there'll probably be some guys on that JV team when we get into the playoffs. So you'll start hearing their names that hopefully we're talking about when we get together. But um, we're real excited to where our line's at. I think that's one of our big strengths. And I think any good team, it starts with the line. And uh, I'm a big line guy. So, um, you know, we, lo- we love our guys up front. And uh, 
and hopefully they can continue to get better and stay healthy. Coach, take away yourself and really your coaching staff and, and just focus on the, uh, the the guys in the locker room and the guys in the trenches fighting together. Would this team be as motivated and as dedicated as they are now? Are there key team leaders that really police each other? And is this this group of players specifically a, a, a tight-knit unit even without the coaching staff? I, I think we're you know work in progress. I really do. I think we're better than we were a couple weeks back, no doubt about it. But I think that's that's the... The, the beauty of high school sports or any sport or team dynamic is, you know, really, um, you know, finding that best version of yourself. And with that, uh, team chemistry is a huge part of that. And that's one thing that early on that, um, you know, we, we, we felt we had real good team chemistry. And I think when you play some teams, you get a couple losses, uh, kind of messes some things up. And I think that's 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 the beauty of some of the scheduling we have and the things we do is I think when you create some adversity, it really gets people, are you going to point fingers or are you going to accept responsibility? And I think we've kind of been working through a lot of that. And I've seen us grow a lot over the last few weeks of our journey through uh, injuries, uh, kids not playing for certain reasons, things like that. Uh, you know, leaders uh, developing, leadership changing, dynamics in the locker room, dynamics on the field, a lot of stuff going in there. And I think now that we're kind of coming out of it week nine, week 10, I see it getting better, you know, and we got to continue to get better. You know, not only do we have uh, two more weeks of the regular season, but, uh, you know, we hope to be playing another six weeks, you know. So the season to me is about halfway over. A lot of people are oh, two weeks left. Well, no, it's really got eight more weeks. At least that's my, uh, at least that's my MO, you know. So, we got to continue to get better at that, you know, and I think with having a young team, I mean, we have, like I said, we have, you know, a lot of young players. We have, um, you know, um, I don't know all the seniors, but we probably have eight to 10 seniors on the team total. I mean, there's not a lot of senior guys on there. So, I mean, when you have, you know, you know, 20% of your team seniors and 80% are underclassmen. And when you're talking freshmen, sophomores, and, you know, mm-hmm. that it really goes. And I think that's where we got to continue to get better and help out as coaches. But rewrite what it really comes down to is it's the player's team, you know. And if, uh, if it's the seniors doing leadership or the juniors doing the leadership, it's them finding that, that right chemistry and working together. And, you know, just like a family, I mean, you, you love everybody, but you don't have to get along with everybody. It's not everything. I think that's one other, another reason why we play against tough teams, like I said, and try to create some adversity. It's to try you really find the true colors of people when uh, at adverse times hit and I think our guys have seen some of that and have bounced back and some guys have struggled or getting better there's been some people that things have been going smoothly for a while now they've kind of hit a little bit and now they're working through that so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about where we're going and where our leadership continues to build and one guy I brought up Will, Will Buck I think is a key component of where we're at now and where we're going and just the daily you know a lot of kids that want to lead think they have to um you know, it's just not always a verbal leader yelling something out. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of that person that, you know, when he talks, people want to listen. Don't get me wrong. But it's that person that just shows up and does it right and does it by example and just keeps grinding and keep doing those things. And it's hard to lead and say stuff if you're not doing it yourself. So I think Will's a, been a great leader for us through the last few weeks of just really saying, hey, we got to start doing things better and having those team meetings and talking and uh, just really leading our line. And guys are cop- hopping on and getting that done with them. So we're excited to see what we got. We got improve- a lot of improvement to do on it all fast of what we're doing, but uh, we're excited about the next two weeks getting ready for playoffs. Coach, we're going to take the quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll talk more about this upcoming uh, upcoming matchup against Natomas. Matt George, head coach Casey Taylor of your Capital Christian Cougars football team. This is the Defend the Den podcast. 
You are listening to the Defend the Den podcast, your home for everything Capital Christian Cougar Athletics Talk. Matt George with head football coach Casey Taylor, Sports 1140KHTK, and we welcome you all into uh, a great conversation that we're having. Coach, I wanted to continue what we were talking about there uh, in the last segment right before uh, we move on to this game against Natomas because it is a, a very meaningful game, which you highlighted earlier in terms of championship and league uh, implications. Uh, but at the very, very beginning of the year, in our first ever episode uh, of the Capital Christian Cougar Defend the Den podcast, uh, you and I talked about how coaching for you goes beyond just the X's and O's and, and what's happening on the field. It also is an opportunity for you to uh, invest in the lives of, of young athletes and to help uh, teach them life lessons and to lead them uh, in ways through the classroom and off the field. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how that part of the season's been for you? Oh, it's been outstanding, and like you said, you know, I, my my philosophy is using football as a vehicle to teach life lessons, and our main goal, like I've said here a few times, is to try to find the best version of this team, and I think that's our job, and it's been great, you know. I think coming from where I was at and having a new staff and new surroundings and you know new new players and new kids, it's you know it's it's been a process, obviously, but we've really enjoyed these guys. They're a great group of guys, a lot of fun, uh, you know. They are very talented group. They're uh, great to be around, and uh, you know. Just like most families, we have our ups and our downs where, uh, you know, you, you kind of leave some days going, man, what a, what a great group of kids. And then some days you leave going, oh, man, I got to come back tomorrow and deal with this and that. And, you know, so we've been working, but it's been great. You know, that's that's why you coach. You know, if it was if it was real easy, you know, we'd have everybody doing it. You know, and that's the great part about coaching high school football and really trying to make difference in these kids' life is it's all relational based. So you got to put the time in to really get to know these kids' stories. And every day, uh, you know, I, I leave and there's always something that happens that uh, I didn't know something about somebody or or another procedure at the school or things that happen that, um, you know, just really opens you up and go, yes, yeah, why I need to be here, you know, and um, we have a lot of, we, like I said, we have a lot of players with some great stories that, um, you know, it's great getting to know them and developing them and then seeing the trust in us, you know, we, we really feel that we got to show that we're here for them and we love them and they got to, they got to build that trust with us. And I think that's been part of the process for us. And I think, you know, our, our guys are, know that we're here for them and we're here for them. It's not a, a one or two year thing for us. I mean, we're here to, you know, put some roots in, you know, and we plan on being here for a long time, you know, and so I think that's part of the process of them just really knowing that we care about them. We love them more than just the football part of it. You know, for us, it's, it is the academics get an opportunity to go on to school. You know, I mean, our job is to get our kids, you know, using football for an opportunity to get an education, you know, and like myself, um, you know, there wasn't the expectations in my house. were not going to college, you know, graduating high school was kind of the expectation for a while, but because of football being that vehicle in my life, I had opportunities to go to college and play football, but that that vehicle got me my degree, which got me going on in my life. So we really want to get guys in their family dynamics to be the one that breaks the chain or breaks that mold to where they have an opportunity to graduate from college. So we're trying to give them those skills to go that. And then I think even behind that, it's just being better, being better with young men, you know, and uh, understanding, um, you know, we need to help out in our communities, you know, and I think that, you know, and doing things and volunteering and what do I get for doing it? You get, you, that's what you need to do. You need to serve. We're built to serve. And that's what we're trying 
trying to get to these guys. And I think the great aspect of where we're at at Capital Christian is we were able to to build on their spirituality, and that's a big part of what we're about and a big part of why I'm there. You know, and I think but when you put them all together, it's a very unique situation and a and a great situation. So we're just really diving into these kids and loving them up and working with them. It's a work in progress. It's a bunch of highs and lows, but I think the main thing for us as a staff is to let the boys know that we love them. We love them and we want the best for them. If it means we have some guys like that are hurt that aren't playing on the field, we love, we still love you. We're still working with you. We still got goals for you. We still got a future for you. We still have those types of things. And just kind of, again, using that, using our sport for that vehicle to just really try to find the best versions of themselves and the best version of this team. And, uh, you know, that's where we plan to go grow in this thing, you know, and we're at a small school that's got close to 500 kids and, we need to we're gonna try to build the school up a little bit, and since we're on it, November November Friday November fourth, I'm sorry, Friday November third is our last home game against Mesa Verde. We have an open house at Capital Christian, so if anybody's interested in checking out Capital Christian, you know, want to come check it out, hey, please come out on our open house night, which is at four o'clock, and uh, be able to see the school, check some things out, but then you know, then after going through the tours and kind of seeing what Capital Christian's all about, come watch us play Mesa Verde and see our product on the field, and uh, that's gonna be a big night for us and we'd like to get everybody out that is curious or what have you or has ever thought about coming over to Capitol to check it out and see what we're about. We feel we're doing great things over there and we're building for the future and we're going to take care of boys, like I said, in the classroom, on the community, spiritually, and then football, you know, so that's what we're about and we're excited about where we're going. Well, for any of those who are considering heading to that open house and heading to that final game, one thing you can know for sure going onto that campus for the first time is you're stepping into a uh, a program with a pedigree that's used to, to winning and willing to compete with the very best game in and game out. So you can definitely expect that. And that's no difference here, Coach, this Friday, your final road game, at least of the regular season. We'll see if it uh, if it spreads into the postseason. However, a uh, big matchup against Natomas before we... On coach, you were telling me this team can fill it up offensively. Has a, a number of players uh, that you were chatting about that you wanted to highlight, and uh, this is not going to be no game is easy. But especially this with the win, you uh, you clinch at least will tie for the uh, the league championship, and you guys are going to have to work for it this week. Oh, no doubt about it. And Thomas has had a great year. They've uh, been in a lot of shootouts. Um, you know, they're averaging you know over thirty five points a game and passing for close to uh, you know three hundred yards a game. I think two seventy six is what they're averaging. They have a great quarterback in Adrian Torres and he's thrown for over 2,200 yards and 28 touchdowns, which I believe leads the area right now. So we're going to have a work cut out with him. He's got two dynamic receivers and Jaden Johnson and Tyler King that have accounted for half of those 28 touchdowns. And they have a good running back, Jamar uh, Jamar Walker, that uh, is very electric, you know. So offensively, they've, like I said, they've been filling it up. They've been in a lot of shootouts, you know. Mm-hmm. They uh, they played Dixon, I think, 43-42. They ended up on the short side. They went to overtime with Marysville, won a shootout there. They beat Rosemont. Uh, 40 to 39 in another shootout. So they've been in these high-scoring affairs, and uh, you know, playing till the last uh, till the last whistle. So you know, we um, obviously feel offensively, uh, you know, with their offense, we're gonna have our hands full of. Um, so our defense has got to play a great, great, great game against these guys. And our D coordinator, Mike Kravitz, will be uh, he'll have a good game plan in. But I think you know, I think one thing we've, we've been when we uh, get off the ball and get our hands on people and are tackling well, I think we're as good as anybody around. And where we've struggled on defense sometimes is just. Uh, missing some some tackles where nobody's blocking us that have turned into big plays. And with these guys, the skill level these guys have, if we miss tackles, they're going to turn them into touchdowns. Yep. So we got to do a great job of tackling and a great job up front of really containing the quarterback. When a guy has that many yards, he's going to – 
he's going to have some completions. We've got to understand that, but we got to make, make them work for all their scores and not give them uh, cheap ones, you know. And then offensively, I just feel, uh, you know, we got to control the ball a little bit. we got to continue to, to um, establish the line of scrimmage like we've had, and uh, hopefully we can run the ball and kind of wear them down a little bit and kind of do our stuff. Um, they're active on defense. They run a, like a 3-3 stack, and they bring some guys. So we got to, you know, it's a little different look than we're normally used to seeing, but we've seen it a couple times this, this year, and I think our guys will be ready to go for it. But like you said, you know, it's, you know, one of the our, one of our goals is to win the GEL, and we have to do it on the road here at Natomas, and uh, it's a big week for us. You know, if we win on uh, on Friday, again, you clinch clinch a, clinch a, um, a league berth, but more importantly, you make the playoffs, and more importantly, you have a first round home game, which is very key, I think, in the playoffs of you know getting home games. Uh, you know, that's what it's about. So we we know we got a big one this week, and we hope we can. Uh, you know, reflect back on our schedule and a lot of the um, a lot of the road games we've been on, and uh, some of the adversity we face, and the tough teams we played, and uh, you know the good athletes we've seen throughout the year. Um, hopefully, we can you know reach into the bag for that, and um, you know be able to help us on this Friday. So this sort of about. So we want to come out and have a great performance, play a great 48 minutes. I still think we've we've played very great. On I mean, we as good of six to 10 minute stretches I've seen since I've been coaching, and uh, but we haven't put together our best 48 yet. So I'm hoping this Friday night we can. Uh, you know, have a um, just a great best performance of the season, and uh, you know, really come out and play uh, play great on all three phases: offense, defense, and special teams. Coach, how cautious do you have to approach a game like this? Take the the championship and the playoff implications out of it, and just talk uh, about Natomas' side. How uh, explosive they can be offensively to where no lead is really safe. They can score points in a hurry, or if it's a close one, they can create separation really in two drives, and all of a sudden you're down by 14 points or even more. Uh, how cautious do you have to approach a team like that? Do you try and tweak some things on your end, or do you want to try and force them to play your game? Well, we hope you get them into your game as it goes, but I mean, obviously that's uh, something that we've f- fallen into traps throughout the season where we've uh, played very good, and a good example against Dixon, totally in control, mm-hmm. have a couple uh, bad plays, next thing you know they got 14 on the board, and everybody's going, what's going on? You know, So I think when you play an explosive team like that, you got to understand that might happen, um, but uh, hopefully you can get the lead early to where they're playing from behind. I think against teams that are very explosive like them, it's very important that you get up early, try to establish a line of scrimmage, try to try to establish the physicality of the game, but hopefully get some points so they're kind of chasing you and you're not chasing them. Um, you know, that'll, that'll, be, that'll be a big part of the game, you know, and I think when you see a team that's always coming back, I think it's just more emphasis to your team of no understanding. These guys don't quit, you know, and that's a credit to Natomas and their coaching staff that um, their guys are going to play all 48, so we better be prepared for a war for 48 minutes, and if we get up or get down we can't take any plays off to where there's that separation on both sides so um, like I said yeah you're right we're gonna have our hands full so you know we gotta do a great job of preparing this week we have a lot of improving to do as good as we played uh, on Friday we made a lot of mistakes and I think that's one thing we've done a good job throughout the season is really focusing on Monday Tuesdays of our mistakes we made correcting them and really working on our fundamentals and I think that this will be a game where fundamentals will be play a big part of it and uh, you know I feel good with our schemes we'll be in a um, We'll get our guys in the right spots. It's going to come down to them making plays, and uh, and we got to tackle well on defense. I think um, you know because of their at their athletes and having a great quarterback. You know, a lot of the time we have a lot of big plays on breaking tackles. So I think tackling will be at the the utmost importance, like always. But even more when you play a good team with a bunch of athletes, and you know, and I think in games like this where you got two good offenses that are scoring a lot of points in league, um, you know, the special teams are play a big big part. You know, and uh, uh, you know, like I said, Kenyon did a great job with his PATs 
but I missed PAT here or there, or uh, you know, I, 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 I missed a, you know an onside kick recovery or a pooch or a block punt or faking a punt and not getting it. You know, those little things become even magnified even more. So, you know, it's a playoff game for us. It really is. I mean, it's really we're playing for a lot of stuff this Friday, and uh, you know, like I said, we prepared playing teams and kind of to get to this point. And now that we're here, we've got to take advantage of our opportunity. Coach, I'm sure your players know that what is at stake when they step on the field on on Friday night. So what is your message really to them and and, and how are you trying to rein them in? There's obviously going to be excitement. They're they're going to know that they're really one win away from uh clinching the clinching the title and that will give you extra energy, which is good, but also can lead to some sloppiness or some uh, overzealous play at times. So how do you rein that in and control that so that you can use it in your favor but not let things get out of control? Yeah, well, that's a good question. You know, I think traveling over there and staying focused, I thought they did a good job at Dixon and getting over there, getting off to a good start. So that's something we got to talk about this week of um, we got to prepare. It's a business trip. We got to get over there. We got to be focused. We can't let them get off to a great start. So you know, I think that's going to be a lot of our prep during the week. Um, and I think I enjoy it, man. You know, we're playing for a championship, and that's what it's about. And that's why we're that's what you know that's what we want. It's one of our goals to kind of get going. So I think that um, you know, don't get too caught up in things. Just do what you've been doing. Uh, worry about us. You know, we do what we do. Um, execute the game plan, and uh, you know, in all these big games, you take care of the football and tackle well, and you know, you should be all right. You know, so try not to do more than we've been doing. Um, you know, we've been pretty pretty good the last couple weeks, uh, especially up front blocking and, you know, our offense. And we got to continue to do that on offense, establishing. And our defense has been very good at, uh, you know, over the last couple weeks. And we just got to do a good job of, like I said, not giving up big plays for touchdowns. And I feel if we do that, um, we're going to be right where we want to be Friday night. And, uh, you know, it'll be a great test to see where we're at. Well, you heard it here, Cougar fans. Massive championship caliber football for you on Friday night at Natomas. Then they wrap up the season, hopefully heading home as the champions against Mesa Verde on uh, November 3rd. And then uh, the open house as well uh, that day as well. Just a lot to be excited about and a lot to to wrap your your brain and your fansmanship around here with these uh, Capital Christian Cougars. Thank you, head coach Casey Taylor again for joining us this week. Best of luck to you uh, and your guys here on Friday. And we will see you next week and hopefully i'll be able to introduce the the head coach of the champion capital christian cougars thank you Thanks, coach Matt.